I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Well, here I am on a lovely day. What day, what day is it even? I don't even know. Thursday? I guess it is Thursday. It's the 30th, day away from Halloween. And I'm up on a peak. Not a really a peak, but a hill uh, near where I live. To uh, I had to get out of the office and run, get a little exercise, take advantage of the weather. And uh, prepare for later. Which is, I got a bunch of stuff to do. So, <clears throat> figure this is as good a time as any. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon. I guess it's after that. Oh, it's way after that. It's 2.30 almost. <laughs> Sheesh. So I had a thought, I had an idea. That I would like you guys to consider. <clears throat> and see if you think this is... Oh, some kids playing hide-and-go-seek. With a guy that's hopefully their dad. Anyway, I have a thought. So the last couple of months, two, three months, have been pretty brutal on the front of uh, internet harassment and anonymity problems, right? You know the ones I'm talking about. And the the biggest problem with any of these issues is you can't actually tell who anyone is. Like, I maintain the problem with all of this. The Gamergate mess, 
stuff before that, things after that. Hacks of any kind, YouTube commenters being horrible, death threats, rape threats, all that stuff. Best I can determine, the problem isn't that these things exist, although that's a problem. The problem with where they're happening is that nobody can do anything about it because nobody knows who any of these people are. So, in the old days, if you had a point to make, you would stand up in the town square and you would make that point, and people would know who exactly who you are. Your identity was not a secret to them. You were who you were. And by that presentation, you could usually gain information like, how old is this person, roughly? How tall are they? What gender are they? What race are they? Those things became clear. Those were clear because you just, you were who you were. And there was no question about who you were. This stuff is impossible to suss out in that way because nobody, anybody can say anything. They can say anything about who they are or aren't. They can be completely hidden behind a fake name and that's all you'd ever know. Or they may put out information that's possible but not verifiable. So when your average you know, a 14-year-old kid has as much power as a mature 55-year-old man or woman has just as much access to the platform and has just as much reach as the young person or the old person does. There's, since it's such a level playing field in terms of access to being able to spout whatever you want, it's impossible to know. In the same way, it's nearly impossible to know if an adult is creeping around some chat room full of kids, teenagers, you know, hunting for, you know, whatever his pedophile problems are. He's pretending like he's 15 when he's 38 and 30, right? It's the same thing on the other side. Kids, teenagers, whatever, whatever age they are, most of them with some spare time and kind of bored and don't like authority and nothing better to do. And sometimes they get a freaking adrenaline jolt out of just screwing with people and quote unquote watching the world burn. What else are they going to do? Of course, they're going to be involved in some of that. We were as kids. We just didn't have this as an outlet. Our outlet was toilet paper in the lady's yard or putting toothpaste on my friend's car or feeding X-Lax to a cat and putting it in the van and then shutting that van and then hoping the teacher didn't know it was us, you know? I mean, these kind of... These kind of things are not that weird. Hang on, I gotta check this recording. Are we working still? Yeah. So, it's not unusual for people to behave this way. The difference, again, is the mode under which they're operating and the internet and its ability to give people anonymity where you would want more accountability. So here's my idea. Okay. Sorry. That was a long windy road to get to my damn point. Here's my point. I would do this if I had the, the skills and the wherewithal and the time. I don't mainly it's the skills. I don't have the ability to make this, but Somebody with the right skill set could quite easily, in my estimation, you'd have to be a programmer. You'd have to have kind of web, web programming kind of skill sets. 
those that involve tapping into social networks and things to, you know, like if you're making a site where you've got automatic likes or stuff built into blog posts where it's like sign up, sign up for an account on the site using Facebook or whatever, those kinds of things you need to be able to tie into these APIs and stuff. And here's what you do. You build a website where voluntarily, and it's real easy to do, people can come there and they say, here's my Twitter handle, here's my Facebook page, here's my Google Plus link, here's my whatever. Whatever other social thing is, is expedient, like Ello I know wants to be that, but there, does anyone care about that right now? Anyway, here's my website. This is a blog I run. Here are all these links. Here is a photo of me. Uh, I happen to be in Wikipedia, so here's my Wikipedia link, and that has a bunch of verification stuff in there, including my age and things like that. I voluntarily, get, voluntarily give up this photo and age and all these things. Now, I know people can fake a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying they can't. Uh, they voluntarily give up a bunch of relatively verifiable information, essentially give up a bunch of their own privacy in an attempt. I know there are holes in this, but hear me out in an attempt to create at least the possibility of more transparency and being able to, willing to say, I say a lot of things online and I will be accountable for what I say, both good and bad, both mistakes and correct. If I get something wrong, I'll have to account for it because you know me by my name, my photo, my age, my stuff, my stuff, my stuff. Now there are holes in this, I realize that, I haven't really accounted for how you would avoid the, the fakery there. You would have to verify your account with, uh, you know, text message, double layer authentication stuff. You know, there's a lot of other things you could put in there. Here's my World of Warcraft character and the server I play on. Here's my <coughs> um, gamer tag in, on Xbox Live. Here's my PSN name. My point is, if you could create a system of good citizens who want to put it out there, that we want the internet to remain free and open and unfettered by too much regulation, because we do, we definitely do. We don't want regulation to come in. As bad as this stuff is, nobody wants the internet regulated and policed in that way because then it kills the innovation that can happen with those self-same tools. It's just depending on who's using them for good or for evil, right? I would rather still be have personal stewardship over what I do with the Internet, as I'm sure you do as well, but to be able to volunteer ourselves up and say, look, we're willing to be out there, and we're willing to, be, to show that we're, we're accountable for this stuff. I mean, essentially... You get enough people doing it, enough high-profile pro, high people doing it. And by the way, none of it would ever be for, for profit. It would all be voluntary. None of it's for money. It would be on donated servers. Like we'd, That all would have to be part of this. There could be no gain in it, monetarily speaking. And you would show this thing as a way of saying, all right, well, it's not blanket shaming everyone else, but it is at the very least saying there's this alternative way of being on the Internet and we are overtly being who we are and not trying to be something we're not. We're not trying to hide who we are. I don't know. Is that, is that a, I mean, the more I explain it, the more holes I see in it. <laughs> but 
somebody somewhere. So there's some smart thinkers out there. It doesn't all have to be for corporate bottom lines. Can't we do some smart thinking for building a better social internet, building a better, I don't know, just a better place to be. It's like, why do, why do neighborhoods get together and have family or neighborhood watch programs? Well, because the police can't be everywhere all the time. And if a guy's coming into your neighborhood, looks a little shifty and breaks into somebody's house and you witness it, well, then you can do something about it. You've, you've, you've created a more even playing field. You've made it possible to do what is needed to help protect everybody. Wouldn't this be something like that, essentially creating an internet neighborhood watch? You know, and immediately kind of playing their own games. You, you spam, spam people with, I don't know what, I don't know. See, this, again, this gets all real fishy because then as soon as you have a platform like this, all it takes is one or two people to shoot in one direction too far. And because you don't have any kind of centralized leadership or centralized message on this, pretty soon at all, the whole thing goes to crap. It's like gamers, Gamergate. There are people in that who associate themselves with that, who are good-hearted people, who really do think it's about ethics and journalism, who have actually not only bought into that, and I don't mean that, I'm not saying this to say they're naive, but they have, they genuinely believe that. So they're like, well, yeah, that's something I'm interested in. I'd like to, like to back that. But then there are people who absolutely, that's not why they're involved. They're in it for the lulls and they're in it for the, catastrophe of it all so you'd have the same problem or possible problem here so I don't know how you control it I don't know how you centralize message or leadership or any of that I don't know I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall maybe some of it will stick boy that is an ugly car what is that Ugh. you know what those Kia mini SUV looking things Maybe the new, older ones are worse and the newer ones are okay, but those weird boxy-looking ones, you guys know the ones I mean? Horrendous. They're embarrassing. Anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think is the word I meant to say. And uh, always taking feedback over there at, Frog Pan- or at Scott at frogpants.com. And sorry it's been so long since my last diary. Been a lot going on. Halloween tomorrow. Next week, BlizzCon. After that, going to try to have some actual holiday family time, you know? We're going to Vegas for Christmas. That'll be good. No idea why we decided to do that, but we are totally doing that. Taking the two youngest kids. Okay, sorry. Got cut off there. Anyway. uh, So I guess that'll do it. This is a short one. But I had time, and it was a beautiful day out, and why not? Sun's shining, 72 degrees today. Perfect weather. It's cold last night, but and it's cold at night now. Pretty soon it'll be cold in the day, and what are you going to do? Winter is coming. But it's just beautiful today. Clear skies, no clouds. You can see the mountains from end to end of the valley. On the west side, I got the Ochre Mountains. On the right side, the Rocky Mountains big copper mine back over here to the south or the northwest just it's such a big weird thing to see i can see the lake from here utah lake which is like way far away that's probably 
50 or 60 miles south, but I can see it from here. That's how nice it is. And it's just nice. It's really nice. The valley is a beautiful place when it's beautiful. Hard to beat. But I'm going to go home now and uh, clean up and get ready for the premiere of the pilot episode of the Frog Pants Trivia Show. Which has a whole bunch of Frog Pants people you know, co-hosts and friends of the network, and then Brian Nibbett being an MC, and uh, I'm one of the contestants, and then we got some listeners who are all into that. And it should be a lot of fun. So keep your eyes out for that on my uh, Twitter account, at Scott Johnson, for how that goes. If we get to our big goal in uh, Patreon, we'll do that as a regular thing. It's kind of a test tonight. Uh Uh-oh, walking ladies. All right, I got to go. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.